lady tiffany ma and this is these walls are thin i hope you guys are having a nice dry monday we got a lot to talk about we have a whole lot to talk about honey okay i don't know what's going on um this weekend is weird and whole children, honey, okay? I don't know if y'all heard, but they being shady over there at Sesame Street. Okay, Rosita was being, uh, it wasn't even the characters that everybody liked. I mean, nobody even like you, Rosita. You're annoying. Being shady. Like, they can afford to be shady. You can't afford to be shady. Nobody likes you. You need the black vote. I'm sitting on here, minding my own business. And at first, I was like, okay, maybe we overreacting a little bit. You know, maybe we all be a little bit overdramatic. Then not one video came out. Four video came out of the cast of Sesame Street dissing black children. Okay? So I'll make straight up honest with you. Sesame Street has been out ever since my mom was a toddler. Okay? Sesame Street been out for a very long time. So some of the characters, and it wasn't Elmo. It wasn't, it wasn't the Grouch, Oscar the Grouch, even though I expect he's racist. I mean, he, he seemed like he racist. It was Rosita and them, the ones that nobody cared for, the annoying blue wing. They talk like this. They hugging all the little white kids. And walking straight black pack past the black kids. Y'all didn't know black kids rock Sesame Street or something? Did they tell you there was gonna be no Negroes there? What's your problem? I never in my life seen that before. Except for a fact that my baby cousin, when he was a toddler, he cussed out uh Goofy. He was beefing with Goofy. He wasn't feeling Goofy. Okay, he didn't like Goofy in his presence. But these kids, assuming that you're similar to the character on the show, you sit up there sitting in the suit representing this character and you have the nerve to ignore these beautiful little black babies. 
but you hugging all the little white children. I want to read the statement from the person behind the Rosita costume. I'm going to say this. Once they find out who you are and who's under that Rosita costume, you're going to get your ass beat. That's just it. <laughs> they coming for you. Okay? They're they going to hire you to do a parade for Negroes just to make you hug a bunch of black kids. I'm telling you, man. Okay? Which, Granny, if you don't like me, I don't want you around my kids. I don't want you around my present, and I don't want you around me. So this is what happen okay this is oh crap okay this is what it says sesame place so i guess it's in philadelphia and it says um so i get it so um our brand our park and our employees stand for inclusive inclusivity and equality in all forms that is what Sesame Place is all about. And we do not tolerate any behavior in our park that are contrary to the commitment. We also are and have always been committed to making sure every family and every child has been possible, has the best possible experience at our parks. And we are incredibly disappointed with that does, when that does not happen. Regarding the incident yesterday, the costumes our performers wearing sometimes make it difficult to see at lower levels, and sometimes our performer miss hugs requests from guests. So you, so I guess y'all can't see the color brown. Can y'all see pecan sandy, or uh, like Charmaine God waffle tone? Can y'all see that? Because apparently you ain't seen no caramel. The performer portraying Rosita character has confirmed that the no hand gesture seen several times in the video was not directed to any specific person. Rather, it was a response to multiple requests from someone in the crowd who asked Rosita to hold their child for a photo, which is not permitted. The Rosita performer did not intentionally ignore the girls and is devastated about the misunderstanding. We spoke to the family and extended our apologies and invite them back for a special meet and greet opportunity with our characters. We apologize to these guests for not delivering the experience they expected and we commit to do our best to earn their and all guest visits and support. Okay. So this is what the mom of the two little girls had to say. Okay. She said, never ask for the characters to take a picture. And I and as I am watching my video, I don't believe that family acts either. I wholeheartedly feel as though the statement was released to save face. Also, a manager reached out to me earlier via phone combo. I responded via DMs to confirm. Since the post went viral, no communication was ha was was had since. Then at Sesame Place, instead of trying to save face and you should have gave a public apology to my girls, 
that statement disrespectful and distasteful talking about adding insults to injury i will re-repost this video every day until it re rectify it is rectified i really tried to handle this situation calm as possible but i am hurt and the response just made it worse the character could have just waved to everyone or just kept walking but to blatantly look at my kid and say no i'm not accepting that don't try to tell me he can't see lower levels. He looked at them and said no. So embarrassing and hurtful. I'll repost the video every day into the situation handle. Ooh, she a mad, 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 mad woman. So, another woman came out. She had a little boy, little black boy. And Rosita just walked clean past this child. I see Rosita see the other baby in the stroller. You telling me you can't see the baby below the baby in the stroller? What the hell is going on in between the sheets of my home? What the hell is going on? The truth of the matter is the mom probably was, was upset but now that the internet has dragged this and now the internet has gotten a hold of this now she's even more pissed and for them to say well sometimes the, the, the um, costumes individuals cannot see the children and we send an apology and they get free passes and get to take pictures with the character and that was a blatant lie y'all never reached out to the mother Y'all never to see these kids or anything like that. What the hell is going on? I don't get it. To be continued... They found out the cause of death uh, for Kevin Samuels. And it was revealed that it was hypertension, meaning he had high blood pressure. Um, it has to be it has to be stressful <laughs> to be this man. Yeah, it's sad. 
but it's stressful it's stressful being an influencer it's, it's stressful being a creator a content creator it's not easy meanwhile y'all know over the weekend that uh chloe kardashian announced that her and tristan are expecting a baby y'all know tristan thompson is known as third trimester thompson well he third trimestered again um he was found in greece holding a mysterious woman's hand before the baby is born Chloe, at this point, we are all giving you permission to find you a side dude. Okay? You have permission to get a side dude, okay? You have way too much money to put all your eggs in this Tristan Thompson basket. He's trash. And if I'm, I'm assuming he does it every third trimester, so I'm trying to figure out how many times does she need to get her karma back. Y'all weird. And I'm going to say over and over again, take it out on Tristan. Stop taking it out on the women. It is not their fault. Well, technically it is. Because at this point, it's like when you see Tristan Thompson, it's kind of like basically he's like walking around with his penis hanging out, basically. I mean, he may not have it hanging out. But spiritually, his penis is outside his pants before he even take it out. Okay? He's like a dog with a bone. And I'll be honest with you, you should be mature enough not to ride that ride. But, you know, women, we have no respect for each other, neither. We sit up there and sleep with people's husbands. So, I mean, you have women who sleep with people's husbands and don't have no respect for that relationship and then try to make it something different and say, well, it's complicated and you don't know the whole story. All I know is I see that as a black and white situation. It's not so gray like the whole Roe versus Gray thing. That's pretty gray to me. But this is pretty straightforward. You're sleeping with somebody who was taken. Then they just announced that they were having another baby. But I guess Chloe likes to feel jilted. But she's gonna, I'm gonna say this, she's gonna she's gonna fuck him in a way that y'all not gonna see coming. Um, she's gonna screw him up. Trust me. Trust and believe, okay? She's going to curse him in a way that y'all don't see coming. Y'all may think y'all see it coming, but y'all don't see it coming. It's going it's it's coming. Mhm. 
she's gonna screw him over in a way that you've never seen before. Let me see if I can find something else. Is there anything else that happened that I need to announce? Oh yeah! Oh well, word on the street is that uh, Omorion is coming to Atlanta. stuff i'm gonna talk about on my um youtube live today um because another thing i want to talk about is a houston businesswoman says she is taking actions against chris brown after he said he canceled his performance for a benefit concert allegedly kept 1.1 million dollars after canceling during the style check question were you talking to the real chris brown or were you talking to chris brown fan page i just want to see something i'm gonna tell y'all this um even when you're dealing with somebody famous if they ask you for a crazy amount of money up front don't give it to them okay half of these mofos are crackheads weed heads and alcoholics with mommy and daddy issues and they look for everybody else for validation instead of going to therapy and seeking help. I'm not saying that it was the actual real Chris Brown. Um, I have a feeling it wasn't Chris Brown. We will find out sooner or later if it was Chris Brown. But I don't think it is Chris Brown. You got to double check, triple check, quadruple check uh, if you're actually speaking to the artist. There's a lot of people out here, like there's a fake Drake walking around right now, okay? There's a dude walking around here who looks like Drake, but he's not Drake, and everybody assuming he's Drake. So make sure all this I'm gonna talk about that on my live when I go live today this afternoon I'm gonna go live and I'm gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about this whole Chris Brown thing and like I said I don't believe she was talking to the real Chris Brown I don't know where she got the contact information from about Chris Brown as far as I'm concerned, Chris Brown came out with an album and now he's pissed the hell off because y'all didn't buy his album or y'all not sitting up there talking about how great his album is. Um, so he's mad and I think his tour started this weekend. So, and like I said, Chris Brown is not lacking none for money. So I don't know why he would ask for $1.1 million. That's very specific and that sounds like a broke ass nigga to me. But I would give more commentary on it um, on my live later, which is it's still thin. So, yeah. Um, so, 
I went on my live yesterday and I told y'all that I'm going to be doing a video. Um, and I said that I might not publish it until Wednesday. It depends on what happened on Wednesday. Um, because if, if, if things swing a certain way for me on Wednesday, I might not post that video. Um, but I do have another video that I will be posting. And one of the videos I will be posting is about Young Thug and Gunna and their arrest in Atlanta. And I'm talking about that and the whole situation with them and Fanny um, Willis, the DA, the Fulton County DA, honey. And about her saying that there's going to be more arrests coming down the drain. Um, I hope you guys are not Joanne the Scamming in Atlanta. Since y'all like coming to Atlanta and Joanne the Scamming. But today I will be talking about the Knights Templar. I'm going to tell you what they're for. And we're going to talk about conspiracy theories surrounding the Knights Templar. Um, so I hope you guys are ready to talk about the Knights Templar. But before we talk about the Knights Templar... We need to take a commercial break. We will be back after these messages. We're going to have more messages. We got one right now, but we're going to have another one soon. I'm back. You know, recently, I've been on some energy of, like, I don't know. I've been on some weird energy recently. I don't know which way to go, but the right way or the left way. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I ain't go too much trip about it, though, but I just know, you know, So, um, people, I don't know if you realize these days, people are becoming more and more big into conspiracy theories and into things like that. And y'all know, um, I did a podcast not too long ago. talking about numbers and the reason i talked about numbers is because people avoid numbers they avoid certain numbers like the plague we know in china they avoid the number four because it sounds like or it's the same symbol as the word death and um one of the things we talk about was the number 13 and it came to the subject of talking about the Knights Templar. And I never understood it because I'll be watching conspiracy theories videos. This is when I was younger, by the way. I'll be watching conspiracy theories video and they'll throw in the Knights Templar. And I'm like, huh? What? Uh, very Portia Williams. And I will look at... I would look at movies that may reference to the Knights Templar. 
So today, me and you are going to talk about them tonight's Tuplar, Templar. Uh, we're going to figure out who they are and what they're about. Because the Lord knows I don't know who they are and what they are about. So I want you guys to sit back and relax, get you some drinks and some snacks. We're going to be talking about the Knights Templar. A little cooler probably because it just rained. Um. So yeah. So I have three articles. The first one is from the Smithsonian. It says, meet the Americans following in the footsteps of the Knights Templar. This bandit 700 years ago, the most famous of the medieval Christian orders, is undergoing a 21st century revival. Okay. Joseph A. Arturi draws his sword in hand to his grand prior, Patrick Carney, who brings it down through a layer of yellow icing cutting a large birthday cake in half. You know what? I thought this was knighting someone. I went to the wrong party again. Let me get back in my car and uh, find the party where there's some weird stuff happening. Um, what? Let me continue. <laughs> a couple of hundred people's cheer. The crowd is mostly dressed in business attire, while Arturi is wearing medieval-style armor. A shirt of steel link mail, a mail cough on his head, plate armor on his shoulders, and white linen robes emblazoned with a red cross. The outfit weighs 75 pounds and can cause problems for airline baggage handlers. His sword models... On one from the Weirdly Scott movie, Kingdom of Heaven, it's not battle sharp, but it cuts sponge cakes easily enough. That's the movie I've seen uh, the Knights Templar in. Okay. Um, by day, Joe Arturi, 49, is a partner in a financial planning company based in Pennsylvania. This evening, though, he is Hugh D. Paines, a French knight who died in 1136 after establishing a military owner order known as the Knights Templar. It is Memorial Day weekend, and we are in a hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. And then it just got weird. We're about 350 members of the Autonomous Sovereign Military Order of the Temple of Jerusalem have gathered to mark the 900th birthday of the Knights Templar. Members of the charitable organization known by unworldly abbreviation SMOTJ reportedly the, report, regard themselves as spiritual descendants of the original Templars. It's a historical legacy many group vie for, and in, regards, in that regards, the SMOTJ's celebration is often an auspicious I know I said they were wrong. Start. Most scholars date the foundation of those first Templars to 1119 or 1120, making the order today just 898 or 899 years old. No matter, the assemblies are eager to get the pay party started and the cake cutting kicks off weekend that will culminate in the dubbing of seven new knights 
and dames in the ritual the officials literature say will prepare you for the great work you have yet to complete the original knights templar shorthand for the order of the poor knights of the temple of jerusalem were founded to protect christian pilgrims on the road to pakistan Following the First Crusade, the group was named for its original headquarters on the Temple Mount. Members were often called warrior monks since they fought on the front line of the Crusade and swore oath of chastity, poverty, and obedience. In their day, though the Templar organization was rich, it owned property stretched from Britain to Syria, profits from which were used to fund military expeditions in the whole to the Holy Land and charitable deeds across the West. The order boasted considerably financial acumen, providing international banking and credit transfer service. It counted the Pope and King of France among its clients. Its knights were also renowned for bravery in battle. One Muslim writer called them the fiercest fighters of all crusaders. Now, this is where we get to the Friday the 13th thing thing. However, beginning on Friday the 13th, October 1307, the Templars were destroyed in a process instigated by the French King Philip IV, the Fair, and abetted by Pope Clement V. The Templars had been tainted by the final failure of the crusade in 1291. They were also victims of the French King's chronic shortage of money. Templar brothers across Europe were arrested, charged with crime including sodomy, blasphemy, and worshipping false idols. They were imprisoned, tortured, and forced to make false confessions. In March 1312, a church council formally abolished the order. It properly property was confiscated in its membership of their ranks. In 1314, the last master, Jacques de Malloy Malay, was burned at stake in Paris. That grisly demise has lent the Templars last notoriety and thick shrouding of myth. They crop up regularly in modern entertainment, most famously in Dan Brown, The Da Vinci Code, which cast them as the shadowy guardians of an ancient religious secret, and more recently in a video game franchise, Assassin's Creed, which transformed them into time-traveling supervillains. The Templars also have been widely revived and imitated for purposes both benign and sinister since at least 1737, when the Scottish Freemason Andrew Michael Ramsey well, a pseudo history of masonry that claimed ties to the medieval Templars. Today, Templar revivalism remains strong. Templar iconography is popular with European neo fascists. The Norwegian mass murderer Andrew Brevik, claimed to be a Templar, and Knight Templar International is an online network that connects far right activists, particularly in Britain. In Mexico, a drug cartel called Los Caballeros. Templarias, Templar, Templario, has borrowed from the Templar symbols to create its own brand and code of honor. Templar invitation is enduring popular, but seldom historically literate. Yet the Templars I met in Nashville are mostly fascinated by the history, at times exhaustingly so. They have recently self-published a long, painstakingly footnote book about Templarism over the centuries. Their internal literature liberally cite medieval texts such as those of, say, Bernard Aquabelle, who, sorry, who wrote the original Templar's quasi-monastic 
rule for the men and women I encountered being a 21st century Templar. It's about far more than the Miedo cosplay with the donation cup. It's the participation in living metaphor for evangelical Christian advocacy, financial expertise, internationalism, and a militaristic ethos of duty and service to the cause. As Arturis put it, the only thing we don't do is fight. SMOTJ was founded in 1960s under the umbrella of an older international network of Templar revivalists called Ordo Supremus Militaris Templi forget it, which was itself formally recognized by Napoleon Bonaparte in 1805. The worldwide organization claims 5,000 members, 1,500 of whom are the Knights and Danes of the American SMOTJ. They are attached to 33 priors, priories from Arizona to Wisconsin, and many stay in touch via a close membership phone, smartphone app. I'm not yawning. <laughs> the SMOTJ is far from the only Templar revivalist organization in the United States. There is a separate Masonic order and various other non-Masonic groups with online presence. Try to combat confusion. SMOTJ has a legal office, sir, called the Grand Advocate, who works on registering trademarks to guard its brand identity. Okay. So basically, this is telling you guys that these people are continuing the legacy of the Knights Templar. Okay, very interesting. I want to go to the next article talking about the Knights Templar. As you see, that article bored me. Um, okay, so since I'm feeling a little um, tired, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and read this. Forget it. Um, it says, the Knight Temple are still loved by conspiracy theorists 900 years on. Um, this is from the conversation. And it says, on Christmas Day, 1119, the King of Jerusalem, Baldwin II, Persuaded a group of French knights led by Hugh de Payne and saved their souls by protecting pilgrims traveling the Holy Land. And so the Order of the Knights Templar was formed. This revolutionary order of knights lived as monks and took vows of poverty and chastity. But they were monks with the difference. They would take up arms as knights to protect the civilians using the dangerous road of the newly conquered King of Jerusalem from these humble beginnings. The order would grow to become one of the premier Christian military forces of the crusade. Over the next 900 years, these warrior monks would become associated with the Holy Grail, the Freemasons, and the occult. But are any of these associations true or are they just baseless and myths? Okay. Let's say take vow to chastity. What is vow to chastity? That's, that's the interesting part to me. Not trying to be funny, but the interesting part about it is that 
The Crusaders in, in 1291 at the Christian capital of Anchor fell to the main Luke force of Egypt and the Templars found themselves redundant. Despite their wealth and European holdings, their reasons for existence had been, been to rage war in the defense of the Holy Land. But the French king, Philip IV, was in debt to the Templar order and with the Holy Land's loss. He capitalized on the vulnerability and had the Templars arrested in France on Friday, October the 13th, 1307, in a dawn raid on their Paris temple in resistance. In 1312, the order was abolished by a papal decree, and in 1314, the last Grand Master, Jacques de Malloy, was burnt at stake in Paris with three other Templars. With the order destroyed, any surviving former members joined other orders or monasteries. Despite the arrest and charge of hearsay being laid against the order, a document known as the Shannon Parchment was found in 2001 in the Vatican Archives, which documents that the Templars were in fact exonerated by the Catholic Church in 1312, but despite clearing them of hearsay, Pope Clement ordered that they be disbanded. Appropriation of the legend. The suppression of the Templar meant that they were nobody to safeguard their legacy. Since then, the order has been appropriated by other organizations, most notably as the ancestor to the Masonic Order in the 18th century, and most recently by the right-wing extremist groups such as the Knights Templar UK and mass murdering terrorist Anders Bering Brevik. The Knights Templar Association with Freemasonry is not so much as a myth as it was a marketing campaign by the 18th century Freemasons to appeal to the aristocracy. Historian Frank Sinello explained in his 2003 book, The Knights Templar, God's Warriors, The Devil's Bankers, that initially it was Andrew Ramsey, a senior French, French Freemason of the era, who first made the link between the Freemasons and the Crusaders' Knights. But he originally claimed the Freemasons were descended from the Crusading Orders of Knight Templar Hospitaller. Of course, the Hospitaller was still operational, unlike the Knight Templar, so Ramsey quickly changed his claim to the Templar being the Freemasons' Crusading ancestry. The Knight Templar has actually been mythologized in popular culture as early as 13th century in the Grail epic preserval by German knight and poet Wolfram von Eschenbach. In this grail epic, the Knights Templar were included in the story as guardians of the grail. After the order's sudden fall, these warrior monks became associated with conspiracies and the occult. For some, a mystery still surrounds the fate of the Templar fortune, which was in reality seized by Philip IV, with the majority of their property redistributed to the hospitalers. And the Templar confessors extracted under torture to worshiping an idol dubbed Baphomet. Oh! 
Now we got something to talk about. Okay. We have something to talk about. Y'all know you watch and you look at conspiracy theories video. They're always talking about celebrities uh, mocking and mimicking the Baphomet and how the Baphomet rep represents Satan or Lucifer and stuff like that. They were accused of worshiping the Baphomet. Hmm. Let's continue. The link between Templars and the occult would resurface again in the 16th century in Henry Agrippa book, The Occulta Philosophia, Modern Day Myth. Modern day myth, modern fiction continues to draw upon the widespread mystery and fanciful theories. These mythical associations are key themes for many popular works of fiction, such as Dan Brown, The Da Vinci Code, in which the Templars guard the grail. The Templar myth has also found its way into the digital gaming format and the globally successful Assassin's Creed franchise, in which the player must assassinate villainous Templar. Nine centuries after they were formed, the Templar remained the most iconic and infamous order of knights from the Crusaders. The Templar legacy has grown beyond their medieval military role, and the name has been synonymous with the occult conspiracy, the Holy Grail, and the Freemasons. But these are all false narratives, fantastical but misleading. The real legacy of the Templar remained with the Portuguese order of knights, Ordem dos Cavalerios del Noso Sinhar. Jesus Christos, Order of Knights of Jesus Christ. This order was created by King Denise in 1319 with papal permission due to the prominence role of the Templar played in establishing the kingdom, kingdom of Portugal. The new knighthood even moved into Templar former headquarters at Tamar. For historian Michael Hogg, this new order was a Templar under another name, but it pledged obedience to the king of Portugal and not the Pope like the Templar predecessors, which I find it to be funny that the Pope was the main one that kind of threw them under the bus. Let me continue. And so the essence of the Templar successors still exists today as the Portuguese order of merit for outstanding services and the Templar Smith continue to provide a rich source of inspiration for artistic endeavors. So there's some form of a misunderstanding of who the Knights Templar are. They were demonized. They were ostracized. Just because somebody was broke and was in debt to them. Y'all yeah, know in the Da Vinci Code, they found out that the Holy Grail is Mary Magdalene, right? <laughs> yes, I just ruined that movie for you. So if you go watch that movie, you'll find out in the Da Vinci Code that the Holy Grail was Mary Magdalene.
with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I enjoyed this podcast. I thought... They say one's the teller are the ones that won the war. So the ones that won the war are always going to make it seem like someone is villainous, right? That's how it works here. That's how things work here in this world, you know? So tomorrow on my podcast, we're going to talk about the Earth is Flat Theory. Okay? No, we're not. Oops, my bad. We're going to talk about the moon landing was fake and its connection to Stanley Kubrick. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Within. What you do in the dark will come to light. It has come to light that they were demonized. I hope you guys have a lovely Monday. I am so outie.